This is the Echo Cast, episode 12. I am Morgan, aka Bon Diesel. And uh, we have some stuff to talk about, right? So if you didn't know what was going on with me, I, uh, on Friday, returned from Los Angeles, where I had spent the week as a Ubisoft star player. Mostly there for the division and the things I've done for that game. And I'm tired still. I'm a little jet lagged, even though I, I feel a lot worse for everyone who was going overseas and had flights that were three, four, five times longer than mine. But sorry, I'm a baby. You're just going to have to deal with it. It is the way it is. But we have a lot to get into. So I kind of just want to jump in. State of the game recap. Well, technically there wasn't one, but I do highly suggest going and watching all the streams during E3. They had some technical difficulties, but they did get a lot of streaming in and gave us a ton of info about the division too. I actually haven't even gotten through all of it yet. So I'm, I'm going to wait to comment on specific topics that they covered, but we'll get there. Kind of on that note, I do want to say I met just some incredible people. The fellow star players for the division, fellow star players for all of the other games, really cool people, just a really great group. Dance, uh, just dance people are insane and amazing. The cosplayers are just second to none. It was really, really cool. But as for the say of the game stuff and the stuff they covered at E3, um, I want to digest it myself and jump into it um, in further episodes. We have some time to kill, uh, around eight and a half, nine months. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. For the division news, so that section of this, uh, again, is going to have to be cut off a bit. Many topics to come in the coming weeks and months. But just in general, we got some pretty significant the division 2 gameplay reveal things like movement and cover gunplay were featured things like talking about the upcoming raid random events settlements how much focus they have on the end game that's something that's um, really exciting for me um, the fact that one of the biggest issues and one of the main reasons we lost so many players so quickly despite selling 10 million plus units was that a lot of people played and they finished and then there was nothing to do. Even when Falcons Lost came out and things like that, the gear drops were rough. There were some really significant bugs if anyone remembers climbing ladders and flying across the world. There was just a lot wrong. There's still some of those same issues going on these days, though not very many, honestly. But the, the big things, the RPG mechanics, the loot drops, the things like that are in a significantly better spot. And I really hope that all of this talk that we're hearing about a focus on endgame for the Division 2 almost a year before it comes out is a good indication that at the very least there's going to be stuff to do. 
whether or not it's good or bad, you know, that's going to be up to people's opinions and, and something we have to kind of wait for. But talk about the raids, the world events, like the one that we did in the demo. Not being even a mission, that's a big thing I want people to understand, that, that that mission you see in the demo that I got to play five, six, seven times is not a mission. That is something that you're walking and the civilian or someone will tell you about, will say, hey, the, the true sons have taken over the Air Force One crash site. If you take them out, you know, we can start a settlement there and be a support for you in that area. So that's a big thing I, I think people need to remember. So things like settlements, random events, um, who knows what else, various modes and stuff we may be yet to get. Um, th there's obviously going to be a ton of information. They haven't released any information about PVP in the Dark Zone um, or even the actual missions themselves, the structure. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we don't know yet. What we do know and what we have seen is really exciting and will give us lots and lots to talk about and speculate and analyze as, as time goes on. I'm, I'm really excited to do that and to bring you more of that. Including an impression video I'm making directly after this podcast. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be on YouTube. I'll spam it on Twitter. Boom. Okay, so Division 2 speculation. Good Lord, we have so many topics now that we can cover with this, and I am super pumped to do it. For now, still on my own, maybe eventually with others. We'll have to see. This time, I'm going to do my first speculation, and I suspect it's going to be one of many in the coming months, on the Dark Zone and PvP in the Division 2. Let me preface this with, this is all speculation. I can say with my hand over my heart, they did not tell us even behind closed doors anything about the Dark Zone or PvP. At least not me. Maybe some other people got information I didn't. But I can actually feel pretty free in talking about the subject because I literally, the only thing they've confirmed is the same thing you have heard on the stream, is that there is a DZ and there will be PvP. I believe those two things are the only things they've confirmed. And even in my week there, that is all I heard. So, the first thing, and I've talked a little bit about it on stream, but what type of rogue system are we going to get? I, I think there's people who want a kickback to Rogue 1.0 or the original rogue system. I think there's people who think that Rogue 2.0 was a beta test and they'll basically just do that. I'm of a few opinions. I think we are either going to get like a Rogue 3.0 that is significantly different than 2.0 um, and, and maybe even more in the direction of making the DZ fun for average people, uh, casual players, and making it not as cutthroat as it used to be. Mechanics similar to the Rogue Switch and, and things like that will continue and maybe even be... Um, Enhanced, I, I would think that there maybe be some kind of hand out to the rogue, the people who enjoy doing that and going rogue and allowing them to, you know, the, 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 the checkout station for the manhunt, the manhunt stations and stuff, making those a little bit better, if, if that's the proper word, and to make that a more satisfying um, experience for them hiding the manhunt location um 
preventing heals between players that aren't a lot like in the same group, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm all about making that better. I personally would like to see something like a rogue 1.5, even maybe a kickback. One thing I will say that I, I like the mechanic of the rogue switch and I understand why it exists. I do kind of miss how you used to be able to just to jump on people and go nuts. Um, probably cause I suck and that was the only way I could get kills. Um, but, but some of that tension has been reduced and I get that on the other hand, being able to figure out some way to allow players to, to switch while they're moving. Um, that's a criticism I heard and actually kind of argued against. But when I found myself in the last few months trying to go rogue and finding how cumbersome that system is to have to stop completely, hit your switch and then run and try to shoot when players are notified and they can look and see you and be ready as soon as you switch. I get it. I, I get that criticism and, and I'd like to see that handled better. So it feels more fluid. Um, I've seen ideas thrown out there. Like you, you, you select to be a rogue when, when you enter the DZ. And so as soon as you see someone, you can shoot them, but everyone knows that is your intent. <sighs> I, I don't, I don't know. That's tough. I've seen even people saying that you should have to like pick to be a rogue or a shade agent and that you'd be permanently marked. I just, I don't know how that would work. And maybe that's a great solution. I just, in my brain, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like it'd be good, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, I'm never, I'm not going to try to pretend to be the expert on the DZ. I know a lot about it. I've seen a lot. I've heard of it, a ton of opinions. I feel like I can give a opinion on it worth hearing, um, but I would never try to pretend that my opinion is, is better than anyone else's. Um, unless someone said like that there should be no PVP and get rid of rogue. Then I would say that they're just wrong, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the type of rogue system we're going to get, I think is um, going to be very interesting. Um, and I think they are going to need um, to make sure that they mold that reveal and plan it very carefully because they need to either give us all of the information about it or just enough that people will feel satisfied and be anticipatory, but they need to make sure that the messaging is on point when the PVP slash rogue information does get come out. I assume in the next few months, uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing I, this beta is going to be towards the end of the year, this fall, this winter. And then the, obviously the game coming out late this coming winter, early, early spring, depending on where you are. They're just going to need to be extremely careful with that messaging because um, while I do believe the division is a PVE game and that's where most of the focus should be, um, a big part of longevity and a big part of the Twitch, you know, the streaming appeal, content creators, things like that. PVP is a dynamic system that can help the health of a game long time on top of tons of PVE activity, new PVE activity. Um, th there is a, a part of the community I do think deserves um, to enjoy their experience in the PVP side of things. I don't want it to be the focus. Um, I, I think that there may be some people who overestimate how much a community is hardcore PVP. I think there's people who think it may even be a majority. If I had to guess, it's like five to 10, maybe 15% of the community that regularly PVPs. Um, I know that sounds insane, but I am very willing to believe that that's the case. 
But I still think that that part of the community deserves to be respected because while it may represent a small number of the overall po- player population, if, if this if this game and if the devs and, the, and everyone involved in the game wants it to have a healthy content creation, a nice, fun-to-play, as balanced as possible PvP game is going to be really good for The Division 2. And even as someone who probably won't participate much in it, unless it's really good, if it's awesome, I'll definitely do some PvP. I, I really want to see that, just for the health of the game long-term. Uh, time to kill and how it's going to impact PvP. I'm kind of switching off the DZ at this point. Time to kill as we saw it in the demo with the other with AI enemies and and with yourself and how many times you had to get hit to lose all of your armor and start to lose health, which is a pretty small pool, it seems. Um, is something I think is going to be awesome for PvP if it translates in a similar way. If if you were sloppy and tried to face tank or just tried to be out of cover, just firing, um, it seemed like there was a, a a big aggro for people out of cover and a lot of damage taken out of cover. Um, I'm under the impression there actually isn't this big modifier when you're out of cover to the damage you take. It's just simply that you take a lot more damage than you used to and you seem to have less health and the time to kill is a lot lower. Um, the time to kill to me feels a lot like it's not realistic. One headshot with the average gun is not going to be a kill. But it seems like they've definitely swayed the time to kill between the current time to kill in the Division 1 and a realistic time to kill. It definitely leans more towards the realistic, but it's not realistic. Let me be very clear. Um, but you do get a lot of rewards for using accurate gunfire, hitting headshots, um, forcing enemies out of cover using your skills and grenades, and flanking, using the movement to get around your enemies, the people that you're fighting. And while we haven't PvP'd yet, I highly suspect that that's going to be a big part of it is is getting is exposing the people you're fighting out of cover so that you can use the low time to kill to to melt them and kill them so that transitions into talking about cover and movement i've seen um some i don't want to call it fit throwing but that's kind of what it seems like from people um who are afraid that the the way to play the game is going to switch from what it currently is where it's pretty much pvp wise people never taking cover because that's a death sentence uh, you're just asking to, to die almost immediately if you do that um, in most cases unless you're doing something dead eye or something like that but even then you're pretty dependent on a good group or being wids <laughs> um, but I really think people need to not worry so much about it being a hundred percent cover dependent um, I, I, I suspect the way that encounters are going to work out is it's going to start with people taking cover, deploying their skills, deploying their grenades, deploying their talents and things like that. And then people moving into their builds. So there may be someone who has a build that's really well designed to maybe not necessarily face tank, but to move and try to flank the people you're trying to fight. There's going to be people who are going to have builds, I think, that are purely for support, using a sniper rifle, LMG, things like that, to keep people in cover and or punish them when they come out with allowing their teammates to move up 
Um, solo fighting, I don't know. It's going to depend on how the gear works out. We don't know. Um, we kind of have an idea of how the gear is going to work and, and things like that. But, you know, nothing's guaranteed at this point still. And we'll, we'll have to kind of see how that works out. Um, but I really don't think people need to worry that because I don't want a 100% end cover PVP, uh, that would, that, that would be awful. It would take forever, uh, with the skills and stuff we have. Um, there's been some big changes to the way that the really, really powerful skills work. And I don't know that this has been covered, um, in any media officially. So I'm not, I don't feel at liberty to say how it works. Um, yet until I see them come out and talk about it themselves, but the way that really powerful skills work, um, does require some skill now, um, where less powerful skills or ones that aren't necessarily damage dealing are autonomous and, and you don't have to, you know, use skill for them. Or at least that's the way it seems. We saw a very, very, very limited number of skills and them being used like the drone and the beehive and things like that. Uh, the beehive is a skill that I actually don't know how that will work in PVP. Um, unless, you know, PVP, unless we have our own weak points now, which could be interesting, but I don't know how that would work necessarily. Um, but I'd be curious, but the beehive in theory, again, PVP would be useless if it works the same as it currently does, which it may not. We'll have to see. Talking about skills and things like that, I, I really am excited about the, the changes that seem to be happening with that. Like I just said that really powerful skills are going to have mechanics in place that force you to use skill and, and that it won't be automatic and autonomous necessarily. Um, but then ones that are meant to be more support skills and stuff like that will be, and you won't have to worry about them as much and things like that. I'm, um, really excited about that and, and how that's going to play out and how it's going to kind of satisfy everyone, I think. And then the last thing I'll talk about is a, a big thing I've heard a lot, and I've even talked about it myself, is is um, things to encourage competitive gaming. So I don't think The Division needs to be a competitive game. I think Ubisoft has games like Rainbow Six Siege that are you know with 35 million players and this giant esports uh, base that has that covered for Ubisoft, right? At, at the same time, that couldn't hurt, you know? Um, for me, the PvP in the Division 2 needs to be at least fun and satisfying, if not competitive. That might be tough, and I get that, without setting, doing like sets, set gear and things like that for PvP, which is a whole different discussion. But... The ability to have some kind of private servers or something like in the, the division one currently, if, if there were private servers for something like skirmish, I think you would see a competitive scene come out of the division, even if it was fairly small, especially if you could restrict certain skills, you could change damage modifiers, you could do things like that in a private server. I think you would legitimately see a relatively healthy, if not kind of small competitive scene come out of the division and i think it'd be really interesting um and that's something that while for me personally it's not a requirement for the division two i see from a health perspective and someone who wants the division two to be a very healthy and a very liked and enjoyed game by as many people as possible and to get some good press and get some good vision on it uh, some some kind of private server system or the ability to run your own tournaments or and things like that um, 
could be extremely, extremely good for the division. I, I don't necessarily, again, I don't think it's required. I don't think it has to be there, but I sure think it'd be great for the game if it was, because if all this PVE stuff looks as good as it's going to look, and if the PVP is as good as I think it can be with all these changes, that one more step into some kind of private server system or being able to host your own tournaments and stuff like that, man, I, I just, I really can see the potential and how great that could be. I think people need to be cautious about what they expect. I think people need to be realistic about what this game really is and who it's really meant for and, and in the in the in the overall grand scheme of things. But I as much as even my pleb PVE self fully recognizes how all of these things I've talked about could be really important for the game and its longevity, even if it's for, you know, a quarter of the game, uh the people who play it. So there's my speculation. There's the things I want and the things I think may happen. Uh, let me know what you think. Twitter, in the comments here, YouTube, wherever you're seeing this. Heck, DM me on Twitter. I'm happy to chit-chat about it. Um, I plan on covering this again multiple times, especially after we get a little more information. As soon as we get any information, maybe the proper thing to say. When it comes to content updates... Um, I'm going to give away a uh, the Division 2 shirt that I bought at E3. Um, you can buy those online, so it's not super exclusive, but it's free. It's going to be a medium-sized shirt that you'll be getting. Um, details about that probably on Sunday. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this later. I'm also going to give away one of the prints from E3, which were only being sold at E3. I'm under the impression they will not be sold anywhere else. Now, don't think for a second I didn't buy one of these for myself first. I'm definitely selfish in that way. But I actually bought two, and I cannot wait to give one away. Um, the shirt giveaway, I think I'm going to do for like a week on Gleam and add some uh, new ways to get that. The print giveaway, I might do for like a little bit longer because I think that one's going to be in pretty high demand. And that we may not do that until July. I think I may hold off a little bit. Um... I, I do. Uh, I had some really, really cool um, conversations with Sage and some other people. Um, that really, th this week really, um, as fun as it was and as crazy as it was, it definitely, you know, made me put a lot of things in perspective. I wouldn't have been there had I not have done the stuff I've been doing. Um, at the same time, when I was there, I'm going to be totally honest. I was very homesick, and I missed my wife quite a bit. And and had and did a lot of thinking about you know, how much time I'm spending on this content and streaming and doing everything. I don't necessarily plan on changing that, but I definitely do plan on refocusing. Um, one, on my personal life, on my own health, losing weight, on my beautiful wife who's been nothing but supportive, but could probably use a little more attention than I'm currently able with everything else I'm doing. Um, as well as the actual content I'm doing. Um, as a spoiler here, if you haven't noticed, which is fine if you didn't, um, my Discord and Facebook are being deleted if they haven't already been at the time that you hear this. I just couldn't dedicate the time to them to really, um, to really dedicate like I needed to. Discord looks like it's really awesome, and I'm a part of some really great Discord servers. I'm actually a, a mod for the Engon server for Ubisoft, um, as well as a member of a few really great Discord servers, like the Bombshell Jackets, the Bullets and Beer, I believe. Um, Bombshell Jackets Sit Rep, you know, they have a great one, and uh, Uber Timmy, and and some other ones. So that's where we're going with that. Maybe I'll try those again one day. Things get a little bit bigger. But I just didn't want to feel like I was um, doing something not 
So we shall see. Moving on to some other gaming news. Um, I got a code for Jurassic Park Evolution, the roller coaster tycoon slash Jurassic Park game. Um, I've only played about an hour and a half, two hours of it, but it is a freaking blast. If you enjoyed those types of games, um, it's really cool. There's multiple islands, I think five. I'm still just on the first one. I'm under the impression that the other islands have their own unique challenges and catastrophes that can happen. So I'm excited to check those out. I wanted to talk about Anthem because Anthem is a game that I really want to be good because I, because I really want other games to play and not just the division. Um, even if I primarily play the division and the, the division two, which I suspect I will and have been, it, it's, you know, variety is the spice of life. You know, you really don't want to just do one of anything always unless it's like breathing or you know, having your heartbeat or something but i have to admit i watched um the e3 conference and like i don't care it it seems good i'm sure it's going to be great it looks good has some cool stuff but like when i watched it i really expected at the end to be like oh wow anthem's going to take the next step and instead I'm like oh cool destiny titanfall iron man looks really neat I guess and people keep comparing it to the division and I guess in some very basic way uh, like looting and shooting I guess but like nothing else about it it's like more sci-fi it's more you know air aerial stuff I just don't I went from being like, man, I cannot wait to see stuff about this game to being like, oh, okay, I'll see how it looks when they release it. Um, knowing now that it's going to come out the same month, uh, well, like a week after the division, um, there's going to be a lot of artificial competition that's going to get start start to get talked about, um, and you know, news, you know, re, you know, gaming websites and blogs and stuff, and fans of fans of Anthem and fans of the division, I'm sure, are gonna start teeing off on each other for some reason. But I do still hope that it ends up being a really good game with lots of great stuff to do. But I can be totally honest, I just don't... I My hype died for it. And then when they announced that there won't be PvP at launch, that sure sounds like the mistake that Wildlands made. If Ghost Recon Wildlands released with PvP, it, it seems like it still did well. But it, it would have done even better significantly better in my opinion had they had had pvp at launch because the pvp in that game is great i'm someone who doesn't really care for the the single player but the pvp ghost wars is really really good and i enjoy playing it there's a few things i'd like to see changed to make it better but i love jumping on for you know four or five matches it's it's a lot of fun but i'm afraid anthem's gonna make that same decision and honestly i would almost say that anthem should just skip the pvp if you're not gonna have it at launch Screw it. Put all that money and all that time and effort into new and interesting PvE content, pushing the story, pushing you know interesting activities, doing new stuff. Because I just that community who wants the PvP is is gonna buy that game now, assuming it's coming eventually. If it comes two weeks later, that might work. If it comes a month later, 
maybe that'll work. If it doesn't come for like three months, two, three months or longer, those people will all be gone. They'll be bored. They will have left for whatever patch of Destiny has come out or The Division or any multitude of other games that are going to come out that are going to satisfy that immediately. I just, and, and you know, heaven forbid the division would do the same thing. You know, maybe there won't be the DZ and PVP at launch. That would be a, that'd be awful. <laughs> that'd be a really bad idea. But for Anthem, that's the type of game. And, and even just in general, I, I just wonder what PVP would even look like in that game. So I don't know. I went from being super excited and really hoping that would be like my second game to realizing that, I need to look for a new one, probably. Even if it ends up being great, even if I end up playing it, I just my excitement for it has definitely declined, and 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 now it, it, I kind of put it back down with you know four or five other games that I'm kind of excited for, rather than being like the division and then anthem like it was. So we'll see. Uh, and then the last one, if you haven't seen footage from Resident Evil Two, the remake they're doing, um, if you played that back on the PlayStation back in the day with PlayStation Two, I believe. It looks so cool. Um, it, it's different. It's third person now. It doesn't have the old camera angles, which I hope there's no one who really wanted that still. Um, but it looks really, really good. One thing surprises me that headshots on the zombies aren't instant kills. That's kind of it's interesting. It's a neat mechanic, I guess. I'm curious, too, how that works out in the long run. It looks like it takes three or four shots to the head to kill. Um, I assume because the aiming's so much easier now, they had to get rid of that instant hit because you could just mow through everybody, but we'll see. But check it out. If you have not seen the Resident Evil 2 remake uh, footage, it looks really cool. I don't even have a PlayStation. I won't even probably play it, but I'll definitely pay attention to it and see, uh, maybe watch some walkthroughs or something. So that was it. I could do a four-hour podcast with everything I'd like to talk about, but I do want to spread it out. Uh, it means three months of EchoCast already, which blows my mind every week. I don't think I've missed one. The one last week was pretty short. It was a little weak. Let's be straight up. I get it. And the numbers reflect that. <laughs> and that's okay. I understand. Um, with the podcast, um, I, I can't pay as much as SoundCloud wants for the episodes. It's too much. I just can't do it to be able to have them all available. They want like $25 a month. I can't afford that. Um, so I'm going to have the most recent maybe five or six episodes on SoundCloud. Um, that's probably still the main one I'll advertise, but I am using Google music and anchor. Um, both of those should have the entire collection. Um, I'll make sure those links are available as well. If you ever want to go back and check them out, or if this is the first one you've listened to, other than that, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. I want to thank UTB Doug for being my lone and beautiful patron. And that's that's all I have for you. So this was Bond Diesel. And until next time.